it again this week. I'm sorry for the hiatus. I've just been kind of getting out and doing a few things, and that kind of came as a surprise because I went on a little quick surprise trip to Chattanooga. <laughs> so, so yeah, there, there you go. Um, <laughs> that's why we didn't get an episode because it happened on Thursday. And Thursday is usually when I try to get these episodes out, and so it was a good surprise. Went to uh, the aquarium, to Rock City. Really cool places. Rock City was beautiful. Very beautiful. Uh, happy to go again. Um, but yeah, your host Hunter is back now for another episode after visiting a few places. Um, we also went to the aquarium and we found this really cool speakeasy, the unknown caller. Really neat. You go in through a phone booth and you follow the instructions. You go have a drink. And it was neat. It was very cool. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, so um, right off the bat, Welcome back to the paranormal rabbit hole. We talk about a lot of paranormal stuff, cryptids, aliens, uh, ghosts, spirits, demons, creatures that go bump in the night. And uh, that's a, that's about it for what we do. Um, of course, if you're listening to this, don't forget to give it a five-star rating because that really helps us get more listeners. Also, if you give us anything less than a five, they're like, what did you do wrong? Instead of giving you credit and like, saying oh hey well here's a four star that you might like that you know you really like this one well, you might like this one too you know but they don't do that they just go oh you don't have five star eh, and kick you to the side it sucks and i hate asking for this i feel like a chump but you know what i have to do it unfortunately because that's how they that's how they treat us if you want listeners you got to be really 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 super popular with everybody all the time and you can't mess up so um, let's, let's stop me from doing this spiel. Just go ahead and click that button and walk away. Five stars really helps us out. Now, um, going to do a little something different this week. Uh, I was going to do the last week was going to do the Gloucester sea serpent. And then this week I was going to do the Gulf breeze incident because I'm really wanting to tell you guys this. So, uh, I was going to push that back, but we're still going to do Gulf breeze next. Actually, we're going to hit that one next. That's coming out the next episode. So, um, get ready for that one because it's going to be weird, going to be a little funny and a little extreme, um, kind of crazy. So <laughs> I, that's all I, that's all I could say about that actually, without giving too much away because you're like, when I'm, when I'm describing what happens and what this guy does and what he gets involved in and involves himself therefore in, it, it just kind of, you're like, what? Okay, I, I have to see this for myself. I have to read this for myself because I heard this story and I, I did the same thing. I was like, no, I've got to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I read it. And now I know. He, yep. Yep. He says that that happened. Gotcha. All right. Let's party. <laughs> that's, and that's how it goes. That's how it goes. You just read and you go, oh, yep. Apparently that happened. So I can't wait. So that's next week. That's next week, guys. We're doing that one next week. So, uh, but the Gloucester Sea Serpent is getting pushed off. This week I wanted to talk about kind of I just wanted to dive into something paranormal, something a little more on the paranormal side, but not a discussion about a paranormal creature or entity or thing like that. I kind of wanted to go over a few things and just kind of talk about paranormal in social media and on television. Um and even, you know, uh, where I think it's been best represented and just kind of discuss things and, and how I see just my opinion on them, you know, and how I see this through the 
scope of social media and television and the paranormal and just kind of go over that because I've been dying to. I've been dying to kind of talk about that and have a real discussion. Eventually, I want to get people on and have that discussion again, have this discussion again. But um, I really wanted to give my opinion on this just very quickly and and just because there's been so much happening and and a lot of different things are, are, are popping off in the, in the paranormal community for good, good things, all great things. And I love it. And that's why I wanted to talk about that as well. Um, you know, to kind of continue giving praise to people I've already given praise to and to, and to, you know, just kind of show a difference in things. So, um, I mean, first of all, I want to talk about honestly, the paranormal and social media. So a lot of people, you'll see these TikToks that, you know, I'll start off with this. You'll see these TikToks that are, all about, you know, these time. Oh, I'm, I'm a time traveler from from this time. Let's let's t- let's talk about what happens to get here to why you guys should just avoid everything. Okay, all right, sit down and watch. So we have people like that, and they're kind of taking advantage of that one aspect of a paranormal person, and not even in you know spiritual paranormal, but like uh, time displacement or things like that, or time travel. They they pick at those people that are just wanting to believe in it enough, of course, that they can kind of grab at them. Um, and it is, of course, in the paranormal community, obviously. So what I'll say is I, I, I see those and I'm like, dude, why, where were you coming from with this? But then I just got, I have to say this, just like with paranormal on YouTube, you got to be super skeptical when, when we, we, we have to be on our guard 24 seven with social media, paranormal stuff. Um, and, and YouTube. Cause you know, now there are people trying to pass off weird digital art as, you know, fake explorers. Uh, I, recently there was a, a digital art thing where there was a guy that was an explorer that, you know, he, his backstory was he went on a, a, uh, he went on an expedition. I'll say, <laughs> He went on an expedition to search for a lost tribe. He found them and, you know, they found these weird artifacts and they lived in these weird houses and all these different things. And, you know, people were like, you know, oh man, this is this true. And I mean, people came up with a very convincing backstory for it. I wouldn't say it's kind of like creepypasta. You know, sometimes you can get those really good ones that you're like, oh man, that was a great story. Uh, that, that almost sounds real. Like, oh man, I wouldn't want to mess with that. You know, that kind of thing. And then you get, like uh, the rake. The rake is a creature that was create, created by social media. Slenderman created by social media. Um, there are several things that have been just created by social media that are fictitious. So we, you have to kind of go into all of that already with a grain of salt to find videos sometimes that you want to see. I, I would, I would say that are are more they're more difficult to debunk. They're more difficult to digest quickly and throw away as a fake, you know, and even on YouTube, like in YouTube, we have these same kind of videos that we, we have to kind of pick it Even when I was just starting off and, and like being a ghost hunter, I had, I watched videos of people's houses that were haunted. And the first thing that I would say to myself is, Oh man, if it looked convincing, I'd be like, man, that looks real. But then I'd be like, okay, well, Here's my issue, though. 
there are so many places off screen that they could hide things like wire and stuff. And so I did my own, I, at one point I worked in a, uh, I'll just say it. I worked, I worked in a rent center at one point in time. We had tables and chairs set up and I was like, man, I bet if I set this up, I could make it to where I could make this go all the way around the counter. And if we had somebody stand at the counter, they could pull on the string, but nobody would notice it because I'd be walking by the item from the direction where they're pulling the string so the camera wouldn't see the string and we made a chair move and i was like see that's easy and I, we started doing that we started trying to mimic the videos to see if we could debunk them and so you know i i have i look at a lot of videos with a lot of tough scrutiny now there's a lot of great videos out there with like dragons and stuff flying through the sky and you gotta you gotta take those with a grain of salt too like there's some where you're just you've got a guy that created a digital image and it's just so far away or they've made it so small that you can't see a lot of its detail and it just looks like that you know like or it's almost it's almost translucent almost translucent just barely just barely has any form to it and you're like okay and that could be real. That could be fake because it's supposed to be far away. So you're not supposed to be able to see much detail, just the outline of the shape and, you know, a definitive outline enough to be able to say, oh, yeah, I see what that is. It's a dragon or that's this. Uh, shoot, there's a video of a of a guy that a guy took of a, a pterodactyl flying in the sky. And when I saw it, I'm like, it looks weird because at one point in time, the pterodactyl's body kind of his head looks down and back. And his body flips over to where if he were flying, he'd just fly straight down into the ground. But he flew straight and then straightened back and leveled back up. And I was like, mm, would it do that, though? I don't feel like it would do what it just did there. Um, I'll try and find the video. I don't know how to link anything to my Instagram, though. I'm terrible at that. Uh, but I, I saw that video and I, I very highly, highly scrutinized it because it had it, it, just that movement alone took away some credibility for me. If it had just kind of flown around, but even the flight was kind of mechanical. So you kind of have to analyze it. You have to watch these videos and go, what seems legitimate? What seems possible? What seems like it's in the realm of possible? Um, you know, we have UFO videos. You know, some of them look digitally made and some of them look really good. And, you know, a lot of guys will use like cloud cover to kind of mask the, the digitizing of the, the image. So if it's, you know, a 3D placed image that's superimposed onto existing sky, they can kind of hide overlays and things like that. So, and that's if they're really good. And it just takes a little bit of time and practice to get really good at that, of course. So if you're in that lineup of work, you can create a convincing enough video at any point in time on a computer by masking it, by hiding things with, with cloud cover, you know, and making it to the point of translucent where it's only barely visible in the cloud, but you could tell somebody just put an image on there and made it a little more translucent than it should be. And then just thickened up the clouds or erased the bottom of the image so that it didn't show through as good on the clouds. 
you'll usually find that a lot on the internet. You usually find images that are kind of messed and messed up and all that. Then you get to the, uh, of course, if you're trying to be skeptical, you get to the cryptid videos of, you know, creatures in the woods and, you know, of course, Bigfoot videos. And I'll say this, even before social media, there are, you know, like the Patterson Gimlin film, that's one where you have to be skeptical. You have to watch it and go, okay, could they have done that with a suit? Absolutely. Does it kind of look like a suit? Yeah, it looks like a suit. It does not look real to me. It does not look real, but to everybody else it might. But we have to have scrutiny with that. Heck, we have not even video. To me, I hear the, we're going to do a story on this, the Sierra sounds. I hear that and I go, that's just a bunch of guys yelling to each other. And a lot of people are like, man, no, that's real. That's real. That's creepy. It's real. It's bizarre, no doubt. And if it is, if that is just two guys communicating with something out in the woods that's not man, yeah, that's pretty fucking freaky. But I don't think that that's what that is. Like I said, we'll get in, that's another one we'll get into. That's that's a that's a revisit episode right there. <laughs> that's a revisit episode if I've ever heard one. But again, we you and you you kind of should you kind of should go at those those ones like Patterson Gimlin film, you know, the, all those the Sierra sounds, all these different videos of like the Ohio Grassman and the, you know Bigfoot in California. You have to hit these with a grain of salt because they are at the end of the day, even if they don't want money, they still get the attention from it. They still get to be in that community. They still get to learn about the thing that they're interested in from other people who may, you know, exceed their level of work into that, you know, that area. Um, it, 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 it's a poss that's a possibility. So you still have to scrutinize. So, but let's move on from that now to, you know, like I said, in social media, it's kind of these little, you know, these little videos that we can all see on YouTube, of course, sometimes, but you still have to have that same measure of scrutinization because I, I know a lot of paranormal sites that'll show a video and be like, you know, what do you think of this? And everybody's like, dude, this is obviously fake. And you're like, well, okay, well, let's analyze it and let's give it time. And yeah, it may obviously be fake to me and you. Let's let somebody else see it, see what they think. And if they think that it's real, let's let's come back and analyze it again. If it's not again, if we come back the second time, it's still not real, <laughs> then it's still not real. But that person believes in it. So, but it's tough. It's tough to scrutinize it, especially because a lot of social media is just these quick videos, limited to so many seconds, so many seconds. Um, also, You know, some of the faker ones get more likability, so they're going to be passed around a lot more, a lot quickly. So you just kind of got to watch them and be aware of those. But honestly, let's let's talk about like how how because again, social media really kind of affects just like YouTube does. It affects the paranormal community like YouTube. You have to be super skeptical of what you see, and that's going to continue on right now to what we're going to talk about next and that's tv so i i you know i grew up on watching ghost hunters and when i watch ghost hunters i remember they were there to distinctly say okay we're going to see if we can't find as many solutions to as many problems as possible to rule it out as a haunting 
And what we're left with is if we can explain all these things and we have a few things left that we can't explain, then we can go, hey, we don't know what this is. It could be this or this, but it also could be a haunting. So you might have a haunting. We can't explain this thing. We can't explain this sound. Um, and it's amazing because I remember when it started out, it was all these different shows on on either Travel Channel or Sci-Fi. Those were the two paranormal channels. And I loved it. Again, Ghost Hunters was more about disproving things. I love Destination Truth because it, you know, opened my eyes to a few cryptids that I didn't know about. Uh, you know, I love Expedition Unknown. I love, I, I love Josh Gates. He's got a great voice. He's a great entertainer. He's a great adventurer. Uh, I do, you know, do I believe that he's seen things that are out there? Yeah. Do I believe that he's hyped things up for TV? Yeah, absolutely. And I think he has to, and he knows that and he's okay with that because it's made him very successful. And that's not a problem. Never a problem, obviously. Um, but, you know, do I think that he's hyped things up for camera? Yeah. So you still, again, we have to go back to, you have to scrutinize. And that's what's, that's what I, I love and hate about this is because, and that's why I wanted to talk about this is because I love and hate it because we get all of these great TV shows, these great, you know, paranormal enthusiasts and experts that we can get. Um, and, and, and of course we've got podcasts now, but everybody has a podcast. Womp womp. You know, <laughs> everybody has a podcast and we're all different. We all entertain differently. Uh, and we all attract fans differently. So that's, you know, that, and that's what it is. But back to the TV thing, you had to scrutinize again, because then we got, you know, Zach Baggins and he's out here yelling at spirits. He's out here yelling at ghosts, like challenging them and, you know, calling them out and like being like, Oh, well I got possessed. I don't understand what happened. Why, why did we get possessed? Why did you want to possess us? Maybe because you were yelling at me, you know, trying to trying to call me out because I'm a ghost. I possessed you. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, it's like you, you with, with back to the example of it, ghost hunters. You still have to scrutinize that, and I, I I watched and scrutinized ghost hunters a lot, just because it it was a good show. It was a great show. But you still have to look for that sensationalization. And on TV, that's what you're going to get. Now, you could be the hugest fans of the Ghost Hunter guys, Jason and Grant. And I love those guys. I love that team. I love that those guys investigate that way. They go to disprove a haunting. I love that. It's fantastic. Because they rule out the things that they can explain and what they're left with could be or could not be. So I love that. I love that mindset. I wish all investigators would have that. And I think a lot of investigators now do because we've watched those guys. You know, uh, and, and I'll tell you this, guys, when we watch these shows, we see these guys go to these places and they go off the beaten path. Never, if you're just a, unless you have like security with you at all times, never go off the beaten path. Like I know a lot of people went up to Kentucky after, um, Hellier came out. I, I realized that a lot of people wanted to go up there and investigate for themselves. We'll get to that in a minute. We've already talked about Hellier before, but we'll get to that in a minute. But that that town kind of has back hill 
roads. And if you go onto the wrong person's property, you may get shot. They may kill you because there's a lot of people that do moonshine meth or are just defending land that they have defended for years and years and years in their family. And they don't take kindly to anybody coming down to their property. And that's it. And there are a lot of spots out there like that. And a lot of people after Hellier came out, went into Kentucky and, you know, kind of almost got a slice of that. They were told, you know, very quickly, hey, don't don't go looking for back hills and being impolite. Don't go anybody's driveway. Don't go down the driveway. Don't go where you don't belong. And they warned people because it, it, it needed to be done. One, because that area is not for, you know, people from the outside world, realistically. It's like mountain town, you know, so it's, it's really not for people from the outside world. Now to kind of move on from that, you know, 10 TV shows, again, they're there to sensationalize, you know, even in investigations, there are sometimes while watching ghost hunters, I was like, okay, well, I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, and I've done that a lot during ghost adventures. Uh, and so, I mean, realistically, it just shows with anything that has to deal with a visual lens for the paranormal where we watch TV shows, we have to be on our guard 24 seven with what is, what is real and what is sensationalized. And we need to realize that sometimes it's sensationalized for ratings to impress us, to make us watch. And that's what they're trying to do. And then we also need to realize that they they do that because the more ratings, the more chances that people might tune in. And when they do catch something, sometimes, sometimes, some people do this. Some. When they do catch something, a lot of people will see it. And a lot more will jump on. Because they'll be like, look, we really caught something. These guys really caught something. You should watch it. And, and it's it's like that because I say, I say that because Josh Gates found a very strange footprint in... Nepal, I think it was Nepal, but he was chasing the Yeti, the Yeti or the abominable snowman uh, in Tibet. He went to Tibet and and up into the Himalayan mountains and, and chased it down and got a footprint. And I've seen it in person. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Josh. I think he's got a, a, a great eye for adventure and, and the strange. And I appreciate that. But at the same time, do I believe that that's a, a Yeti footprint? I don't know. I, I can honestly say, I don't know. I've seen it in person. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, well. <laughs> but again, we have to stay skeptical because is it in the realm of possibility? Yes. But is it there for our entertainment? Social media, YouTube, TV. Is it there for our entertainment? You know, that those paranormal events. I know I've watched the Skinwalker Ranch TV show, and I'm not impressed. I think they're making a mockery of that story, and they're, I don't know, it just seems like they're not using parts of Skinwalker Ranch in reality. They're just using, like, far-off parts that are part of the ranch, but have maybe no activity. I don't know. Uh, or they're. I think they're just taking advantage of that area in that situation and making a bullshit TV show about it because some of them I've been watching them and I'm like, Oh God, this looks like crap. 
and that's a that's that's their thing. That's what they want to put out. But I looked at it with skeptical eyes and said, nah, I don't believe any of this. It's neat, but I don't believe any of it. I would love for it to be a real show, but I don't think it is. I think they're just taking a place in a known event now and going, hey, let's make some money real quick. Okay? Appreciate it. Thank you. Be like they found Mel's hole. They'd take advantage of that. <laughs> That'd be a weird TV show title. Come see Mel's hole. <laughs> Anyways, it just... It, 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 like with Hellier, Hellier started out, and even with Hellier at the beginning, I've like I've said, I've already said this before. I, the the story was very reminiscent of a an H. P. Lovecraft letter that was sent, you know, about some creatures around this one guy's farm. It was very reminiscent. I found a lot of similarities between that and that letter. And then it goes from you know mountain goblins to injured cold and a chase for injured cold or they're searching for injured cold and that's where it kind of stops and i've i was very like just kind of like i don't know about this i don't know about this and they kept you you know talking about synchronicity and i know that's a big thing in the paranormal community these days is synchronicities and i get why a few you know a, a few people believe that and i get why a lot of people do believe it because there are some things that you just kind of snowball into each other and it's inevitable it's beautifully inevitable, but super skeptical for me when you keep using that as the excuse to go out in a different direction than what you were going. Do I and do I think that they had any direction in the first place with the guy that was seeing the the, the goblins of the whistling kids? No, I don't believe he was real, honestly. Sir No Face, Sir No Face. That's just in my opinion, Sir No Face is just Chad going for a money grab. It was the biggest bullshit that I had ever seen. And the reason I say it's a bullshit cash grab is because really for a long time, the only way to ever watch that movie was to pay money for it. And I mean, for a very, it still is really, I think a few people have it live on YouTube, but it gets taken down very quickly. But I, I, I saw it on a, a YouTube thing and I just went, okay, well, let's see what it is. And I watched it and I was like, oh, oh God. And again, I put on my skepticals, if you will. My super skepticals. I don't know. I'll stop. It sounds like some kind of matrix thing that they're trying to work in. Like, here's some super skepticals. To, anyways, uh, to get around this horrible story this year. Um, but no, it's the skepticals are on and I'm going, I don't believe it. Maybe. I don't know. Let's find out possibly. Cause I really still don't believe it. Let's find out. I'll take the adventure anyways, you know, but with, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you go down that road, but um, honestly, the, the best that I've seen in, and paranormal on any kind of is always on Amazon. Amazon has been kicking out all these great documentaries about cryptids and, and, you know, Mothman and all that. And I love it. Like small town monsters. Love it. Right. Real rage about it. Love small town monsters. They do a lot of good work. They cover a lot of different things that, that come up that a lot of people have either 
not talked about or you know not pur- i don't want to say purposely left out because i don't think anybody would purposely do it it's just that there's a lot of intake a lot of intake that you have to do in your mind and go yep okay i can i can say that back let's go can't mess up this telephone game <laughs> because you you go into these episodes and you research and you research these cryptids and it's beautiful because it's it's a fun exploration but sometimes the only way to get any information is from like moneyed sources like chat anyways uh and that that's you know any that's that anyways we we do this research and we love it and and we just have to be again super skeptical about how a lot of things go down we have to be very aware of what we're watching how we're taking it in and what is what is being shown to us as truth so uh, but other than that, uh, next week, guys, we're doing Gulf Breeze Incident. All right. But that's all I got to say about that tonight, guys. I uh, just wanted to kind of get this episode out there and off my chest. Um, oh, also, I will say this. Phantom Farm has been, was really good. They did a really good job on Phantom Farm. Uh, a lot of great evidence on that. But other than that, boys and girls, that's it. Have a great night. And thank you for going down this paranormal discussion rabbit hole with me. I hope you enjoy. Good night.